What's good, everyone? Welcome back to my first kicks. This is episode 147, and this week I welcome Shake to the podcast. Now, if you aren't familiar with Shake, Shake is an amazing person. He works within his community, works within other communities, helping people get sneakers and book bags and ready for the school year. So we talk a lot about helping your community, helping just volunteering if you have free time, just doing more for your community and for the people around you. You know, I I'm big on volunteering and helping and sharing people's stories because if other people can get, you know, inspired by either my story or a guest story, then and it helps them be more, you know, I want to say motivated into you know pursuing their goals or or it brings a, a just like a, a new you know profound look on life just through even just the stories i share on here or or even you know my jokes on tiktok or something like that i feel that it gives you know a chance to somebody it, it can either be just inspiration of of moving into a better direction or or doing more with you know, their life and such and such. But I'm all about impact and Shake does tremendous work and he has a tremendous amount of impact. You know, he his message is cloaked in, you know, his brotherhood with Jam Master J. We talk a lot about hip hop. We talk a lot about just how what he he saw the birth of sneaker culture. And I love getting those stories and just having you know, his insight on, because he's seen a lot. And I mean, he got the tour with Run DMC for years. And I mean, they're one of the foundation, foundational acts of hip hop. So just adding on to the illustrious list of guests that I've able to have on, especially within hip hop. And, you know, my love for hip hop, if you know me personally, or you've seen what I talk about when I talk about hip hop and have specific artists who are on as well that I'm super interested in you know I have tons of love for music so music and and sneakers it's a perfect harmony so we talk about a lot of that in this episode I don't know why I'm talking so much about this episode because I'm pretty sure you want to jump into the episode but I do want to touch on this this episode comes out the week that I started this podcast Three years, three years ago, I started this podcast and, you know, I leveled up the podcast as much as I could and can. And so it's wild to see just like an idea that I had years ago that I I was procrastinating because I'm the king of procrastination into doing and doing it consistently every year. I'm I want to say, you know, thank you to everybody who's listened or thank you to anybody who goes back and listens. Uh, shout out to y'all because this is I I do this out of just pure passion and love, and you know I put my hard earned money into it, and it's something that I truly believe in, and that I truly hope you know takes an hour out of your day and and brings value to you whether it be, you know, some good stories you can tell to other people, some some just like some relation like relate re- just being able to relate when I have a guest on I I just I, I if you are listening to this and this is beyond 3 years or you're listening to this just today 
you know, I just know I appreciate you for listening and I appreciate you just for rocking with me. Either if today is the first day you rock with me or you've been rocking with me since day one. So shout out to y'all. I couldn't do this without y'all. And I and I hope you if this may, may be this may be the first time listening that you pass this on to somebody else as well. So thank you. And then I also wanted to say next week I will be at Complex Con. I will be live in person. I'll try to do as much content as I can out there. I'll be having my boy Foggy with me. So if you see me on there, if you see me on the floor and you are going to be at ComplexCon, stop me. I will give you a tick. I will give you a sticker. You may be, I might ask you to jump on this clip that I'm trying to make because I'm going to be asking a couple questions. You know, definitely podcast related. I'm not going to ask you, what is the worst sneaker uh, release of the year? I'm not going to ask you that. This is every question that I ask is going to be personal. doesn't matter how long it has to be that you, your answer will be, please, please, please. If you want to, if you're interested and you hear, hear this, stop me. Tell me you want to jump on. Bam. We'll, we'll have you on. I want to have as many people as I can. I want to have as many, uh, just a ma- amount of content so I can just continuously post and post until maybe next year of ComplexCon, which would be wild. But if anything, me and Foggy will work together and put a little highlight reel onto the YouTube. Anyway, I also wanted to say, because I have Shake on, Shake's day one Adidas is dropping on the 11th. This drops on the 10th, right? This drops on the 10th. So tomorrow, Shake's day one Adidas drops on as 400. The first 400 pairs, he talks about it in the episode, first 400 pairs. If you are within the first 400 pairs, you get a QR code, a QR code for a, f- a free pair, which is wild, a free pair of sneakers to give to your day one. So think about that. I implore you to buy it. I, it's such a dope idea, such a dope shoe. If you follow me on Twitter, you can see the shoe. If you follow Shake on any platform, if you can see the shoe, it's a gorgeous shoe. It's such an honor to have him on this week. So on to where you can find Shake. You can find him on all social medias as Shake, S-H-A-K-E-J-M-J. And, and make sure you know you hit up the, uh, the J Academy. I'll put a link in the description of the podcast where you can find shake you can find j academy also uh i won't be able to put a link for the day ones because i don't have a link but i'm pretty sure they're dropping on the confirmed app or anywhere you get your adidas's or maybe it might just be the adidas site but definitely check those out and then you know where to find me i am who is host on all social media follow the podcast at my first kicks pod follow the podcast on tiktok at my first kicks if you're watching this, if you're if you look down and you notice that on iTunes you're seeing the video of me pointing at you right now, please, please, please leave a review on Apple iTunes podcast and then jump onto YouTube and give me a like and a subscribe. I am trying to be consistent as much as I can with video content, continuously getting myself in front of the cameras, you know. Have after having a real live show, it's been a life changing experience. I want to get better at doing those, and also might as well pivot into it. That video of the live show will be dropping Complex Con weekend. So next week, after you listen to this, 
next week you'll be I'm not surprised because if you listen to this then you'll know the live show will be up on the youtube same time every week so very excited to jump into this episode with my guest this week shake hey shake welcome to the podcast thanks for having me man Nah, man, this is a huge honor. You know, I've been following you. Well, I, I think I've been following you for a while. And when I started my 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 Twitter uh, for the podcast, and and you were one of you, Jazz Ray. You know, the whole the whole right. the whole gang was all was all part of my follows. You know, in terms of just like just trying to get in the sneaker community on online, on especially in, in Twitter back before it, what it is now, when it was legit Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, you know, uh, I saw I saw what you're doing in, in your community and, and your story w- with uh, Run DMC. Also, I was just like, this is crazy. You know, I'm from Queens, and uh, oh, was, yeah, yeah, I live in Queens now. <laughs> that, okay, that's for sure. Yeah. So you know, I, I had to have you on, especially because you know you do so, you do such amazing work and talk and we talk sneakers. I mean, I think I've been in a couple spaces with you, but yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but for people who aren't familiar with you, how about you introduce yourself? Uh, how you doing, everybody? My name is Shake. Like you said, I'm a um, sneakerhead, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, you, you've done uh, a lot of work in your community, and it's just it's really dope, man. Yeah, man. You know, we got to always make sure we try to get back. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Uh, but you're here to answer the question that I ask everybody each week, and that question is... What's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Um, okay, so my story is a little bit different. So mm-hmm. um I grew up single mother. Um, she wanted to, you know, buy me, reward me for getting some good grades and buy me a mm-hmm. pair of shoes. So we went to the store and she had already had this the store guy pick out a pair of uh Jordans, right? Mm-hmm. So he had the Jordans, Nikes, whatever it was. So he had them put out, put to the side. So we walk in the store, and my mother like, "Which one you want?" You know, and all the people in there going crazy over the mm-hmm. the, the Nikes. And so I was looking around, and then she was like, "You don't want this one?" And she picked the shoe up because I wasn't saying that. And I was like, "Nah, I want that one." She said, "Which one you want?" And I was looking around, and then I saw a pair of shells, and I said, "I want those." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." I said, "I want those." And she said, "Why?" And I said, "Just because." I said, "They just look like me." You know what I'm saying? The other shoe didn't look like me. And that shoe felt like me, so that was my first I had to have. That's wild. I mean, I I don't own a pair of shell toes, uh, okay. and uh, I mean, the I think well, I'm trying to remember the closest. Maybe the closest is is the J the Jam Master J pair. I was about to be yeah, like which ones though, because it was a couple. The, of the, fir- the first one, the first one, like like the okay. the tribute the tribute pair is what I'm talking. Okay, about. Okay, the black pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the ones and... that, that turn gray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And I was I was gonna be like, all right, cool, I'm a cop. And then when I went to go get them, I think they were just like instantly gone. I don't. I it was like I, I it just wasn't meant for me. Um, and then the I think there was I know there's a Run DMC pair specifically where they changed the they changed the tongue right. Yeah. To say yeah. Run DMC, and I think um, I, I was trying to get those two, but. Nah, it was it's it's not in the cars for me. I never had those those shell toes because it wasn't in the cars for me. But like, where did you originally grew up and and like? Um, so I, I was I was raised in Milwaukee probably till I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, met Jam Master J on tour coming through Milwaukee, mm-hmm. you know, and I used to rhyme at the time. And one of my friends was like my biggest 
supporter, so he always be like, yo, he the nicest, he the best, you know. So we ended up linking up with Jay over a basketball game and hung out, you know, exchanged numbers. My man was like, you know, like, yo, let him rhyme for you, you know. So I started rhyming, and Jay was like, that's dope, you know what I'm saying? It sounded like LL, and I was, like, super excited, right, because I thought that was so dope to be compared yeah. to LL. Mm-hmm. And Jay, like, made this weird look, and I said, well, I said, what's wrong? And he said, we don't need another LL. We already got one. You got to get your own identity. And I was like, oh, all right. You know? And so um, he hit me a couple couple days go past, and uh, my friend was like, did you call him? I was like, call who? He's like, call Jay. And I said, yo, I'm, I ain't no groupie, bro. I ain't finna call him. He's like, yo, you should call him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, I ain't calling him. So he's like, bro, call him. So then I picked up the phone, you know what I'm saying, and called him. I'm like, yo, Jay, what up? You know who this is? See, yo, this is my man Shake from Milwaukee. Like, what up? You ready to go to the studio? You ready to be famous? Meet me in L.A. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? I got in cool mode. I'm like, bro, he remember who I am, you know? Uh-huh. And he told me to come to um, L.A., man. And um, I went to L.A. And, you know, it was like coming from, you know, the Midwest, you know, where you only really see, like, L.A. on the movies, right? You know, because this was in the early 80s. So you only see L.A. on the movies, you know, Colors and breaking and all you know you only see it there right so mm-hmm. for me to get out there and actually see it i was just like yo this is nuts and so um we stayed out there for with them like two weeks hanging out and then uh my friend was like yo how much money you got left i said i got like 300 and he was just like all right we got to go home you know mm-hmm. tomorrow and i was like all right so then when the morning came he came to my room he was like what's up you ready to go i said bro i ain't leaving i'm staying i gave him my 300 dapped him up you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and he left and went back to milwaukee and then i started touring with them Wow, that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> what what is I mean, I, I gotta know like the culture shock. What's the difference between LA and Milwaukee? Because I'm what? not I mean, come on, I just I mean I, I wanna um, know. <laughs> it's, 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 it, it, it's, it was just different. Like now it's you know, now it's it's more relatable because of the internet, right? Because mm-hmm. you see more, but I mean just back then, like I said, you know, they had the movies colors and breaking and all that stuff so that was the closest you you know this is middle america you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so you didn't really like you know people in middle america they kind of like save their money up to travel to those kind of places you know to go to Mm -hmm. la we're gonna save our money the whole year to take the family to new york and go to times square and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it just was it was like night and day man it was like night and day definitely 100 percent. what was what was your first job then my first job where like while you were in Milwaukee, or, or did you start working at fourteen? Because you said you was out. Yeah, I was. My job was. I mean, I had a different job. I had a street job back. Then. Oh, <laughs> you know, my job was different. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I I've never been to Milwaukee, so like okay. I don't know. I don't know what that's like. Like I mean, all my references. I'm trying to Milwaukee. I, was, I don't know why I want to say Timberwolves. What's the who's what's the team? Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. The Bucks. There we go. And, Bucks, uh, champs, and right, yeah, champs. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it escaped me. And even with the Dame trade, I was just like, it just escaped me for some reason. Dame's my favorite player. Um, and, but the like, I, I've never been to Milwaukee, and all I know, I feel like it's like a cold, like a cold state. No, it's just like New York. We get the same same weather. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. same weather. Our winter's probably a little bit more brutal, but it's the same shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh, I mean, what what influenced you to play ball or start playing ball? Like, did you you started playing ball in in high school or before that? No, I like, was playing before that. That was just like what we did in the neighborhood. Like, I grew up in a neighborhood. It was kind of like, let's say, like seven black kids and like 
three Hispanic kids, right? Mm-hmm. And so this this is really real. And so they used to make us play soccer because we needed we needed them to play basketball, right? Because mm-hmm. we didn't have enough. So we needed them to play basketball and they needed us to play soccer. So that was kind of like the trade off, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all gotta mm-hmm. play soccer with us today and then we play basketball with y'all tomorrow. So mm-hmm. how do you how do you how do you get good in that in those circumstances where you are like like you know they're you're making that trade so you know their other sport is what they're good at and then you, the sport that you really want to play at you're the best one at at that sport i'm a competitor you know what i'm saying yeah. i compete at everything so you know it don't it don't matter we can play dominoes you know whatever i'm a i'm a competitor i'm a compete mm-hmm. that as well after after milwaukee where where else did you move to then i moved to where you live at queens okay okay yeah, okay moved out there yeah moved out there was with that J&M. Yeah, was that high school? Was like that's where where you went to I high school I, here? I didn't make it to high school. No, I, no, I was touring with the biggest rap group in the world. How I'm gonna go to school? <laughs> you you know I mean, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. School. We was running around. <laughs> we was running around the world, man. You know, we was in Japan, China. We everywhere. You know, Russia, mm-hmm. Poland, mm-hmm. flying on little planes, getting sweated by armed guards when we land because Jay got weed on him. Like, yes, yeah. I didn't make. It. I didn't make it to high school. That, I mean, that was my high school, I guess. Yeah, that I mean, well, you got that school of hard knocks right there. You you was traveling yeah. right there. That I mean, that's so wild. The because I mean, at the like the idea of that, like you were just you jumped straight to superstar sta- st- uh, like superstar status, like off of that, you know? Yeah, but you know, it's crazy. Like I'll be mm-hmm. talking to Fifty, or if I talk to like the Outlaws, Edie, my brother Edie and Noble, we always mm-hmm. talk about like that, right? Because it's like. When it's happening, when you inside of it, you really don't see it, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody get their turn. So, like, you know, like, so when Run DMC had their turn, you know, we was just living and shit was just crazy. And then, mm-hmm. you know, 50 got his turn and, you know what I'm saying? And then Pac and the Outlaws got their turn, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like when when it's happening, you don't really see it, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you living it. Yeah. It, I mean, well, I'm saying, yeah, like, I live, like, I'm with you. And it's like... <laughs> But but obviously I haven't been I haven't had my turn at that yet maybe maybe soon but uh, the well you talk about the shell toes and we know you know Run DMC made the shell toes what they are in my in my, in my opinion on top of you know just hip hop the birth of hip hop and such the like what was that like to see that happen where you thought you were like I mean we all know that. Run DMC was the like the tastemakers of the time because they were the one traveling with all these rock bands and everybody ended up just dressing up, you know, that the, these track suits the, and the gold chains right. and every, you know, like were you part of that like help like I guess the decision to be like yo I'm a, let's let's do this let's pull out the shell toes because you've got them so young. Nah, I mean it was more so with Jay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where like you know like Running D would wear whatever he was gonna wear. And then I would tell Jay, be like, nah, man, don't wear that. Wear this with that. You know what I'm saying? He like, what? And then, like, I would tell him, like, don't wear the, like, I'm like, bro, you don't got to wear the whole tracksuit every time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, bro, wear the jacket and then wear some jeans and then your shoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was a part of that, but not running D. They was just, you know, they was just wearing whatever they was wearing. I mean, it's it's so iconic. I'm trying to, because I was as you were talking, I'm trying to remember. I watched it. I think it was like that hip-hop documentary where I think it was like where they went through the birth of hip hop to like the current day. And then they talked about how big run DMC was and like where they 
got their their style from and they were like talking about oh yeah uh jam master j was the youngest of the group so he was the one that was like oh i we should just take the style of the, the dope boys that we see every day and right. you know and then we then we're the ones that are, are cool and i was just like right. that i didn't know i did not know any of that but <laughs> it's wild uh i mean you get it the craziest part is that you've got you got to see how big sneakers became like literally yeah. to what it is now you know um yeah. and you're part of the part of the birth of 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 that like what have you have you seen that's just like you're where you're just like wow this is wild that you know sneakers came this far from what it was in the beginning uh i mean to be honest man the biggest thing that i seen was yeezy doing his uh sneaker release in the garden mm -hmm. like, that was crazy yeah that was crazy, that was crazy. <laughs> i actually don't know this experience you gotta have to tell me a little bit more that about crazy. that <laughs> everybody i mean shit everybody who's anybody was in that in the garden that night you mm -hmm. know from you know puff to ho beyonce mm -hmm. rihanna you know virgil fuck everybody chance to write like every, i'm talking about like everybody was in the mm -hmm. garden that night. It was the crazy. It was Fifth was there. It was the crazy Big Sean. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit, Lamar Odom. Everybody was there. Everybody was there, man. At what your release was, was this? Crazy. This was the Adidas joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the garden. Sold mm -hmm. out the garden, man, for a sneaker release. That shit was crazy. That's wild. That crazy. is so wild. Did you? Crazy. Are you a fan of the Yeezys? Did you get a? Did you get a pair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like them. Yeah, yeah they mm -hmm. cool. They cool. I like uh. You know, I, I like different things, mm -hmm. and I think, like, for a long time, Adidas kind of, like, had the designer's pigeonhole where everything had to have the three stripes on the side and shit, mm -hmm. and then when they kind of gave them more freedom, then they started creating doper sneakers and shit now, yeah. so I think, like, now, you know, like, that's why they're able to do more, you know what I'm saying? Even, you know what I'm saying, like I said, they just, it's just, like, why, it's just, a, it's just more to work with now, you know, more mm -hmm. to work with now, so, yeah. Nah, yeah, the they're they're letting people do what they want versus like other brands that are just like nah it's got to be like this or we only doing it nah, like this you know? you know some of that some of that everywhere but i'm just saying mm -hmm. that they get more creativity yeah. which is enabling them to create doper product you know mm -hmm. so when you kind of like you know when you kind of puppet master somebody it's kind of hard for them to really let their creative juices flow so you know when you got a creative person you got to let them create yeah i i agree with that uh the like, were you able to like step inside the Adidas headquarters and and yeah. like you know tour and stuff like that? Like, well, yeah, yeah. I've been to, I've been to Germany a couple times. You know, mm -hmm. I was man, I was in I was in Germany. Um, I don't remember what year it was, but it was right when Yeezy was starting to, you know, go crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember when Yeezy dropped in All Star Weekend, and we was in New York, and we walked in a Foot Locker, and they had this, the seven uh, fifties in there. Mm -hmm. Didn't even sell out. You know what I'm saying? Cause like people didn't really know. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know what it was. Yeah. Then we came back in about an hour, and them shits was gone. They had, I think they only had like 15 pair, but they was gone in an hour. But yeah, I, when we went to Germany, I remember I walked. I ain't gonna say the name, but I walked by somebody's desk, and they uh -huh. had an all red pair of 350s and an all blue pair. And I was like, "Yo, when them come out, I said that's when the violence gonna start." Cause them shits was hard. Yeah. But they, ne they never came out. They never came. It was an all red pair. And an mm -hmm. all blue pair of 350s. Jeez, yeah, those that those that would be wild. I mean, I just saw this uh, one of my 
one of the previous guests I've had on, he he got this YG collab in, and it's like nothing but blood. Like it's like it's literally blood stuff. I was just like, this is crazy. Like I wouldn't even so imagine that. I mean, even that or when Supreme dropped that like bandana North Face. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Oh yeah, my, I yeah. was like, this yep, is, can't wear that in Southside. Exactly. That's why I said, yo, when them like all red and all blue, it's like, yo, it's just gonna be a problem. <laughs> the, I mean, you, you talked about just going to LA, but like, what was like the culture shocks going when as you jumped on tour with Run DMC? Like, what was the culture shocks in other countries? Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Like I said, I'm I'm Middle America. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, I mean, for me to go to you know see the Great Wall and shit like that, I'm just like you know like everywhere. <clears throat> you know, flying on, um, flying to Poland, you know, mm-hmm. on a little, on a propeller plane and shit, seeing like armed guard, like soldiers in the airport with guns and shit. Like, I never seen no shit like that. Like, that shit was wild. That's crazy. After we, after we went around the world and then the second time we go back, I was like, oh, okay, now I'm used to it now. Yeah. yeah. Were you, did you ever like cop kicks while you're out, you're out on tour? Like, were yeah, you like looking? Yeah. All the time. All the time. Was, did you get some like region exclusive stuff or were you yeah. like yeah. See, i wasn't i wasn't into it like at, at that time i just like i mean i, I kind of ain't into it now i really just buy what i like you know what i'm yeah. saying I just get what i like you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and so i went to um like i would get some sneakers like it was the sneaker that adidas made called the mercury mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so i had grabbed a pair of those jay was like what? jay was like yo what the fuck's those those adidas and i was like yeah he's like yo he said, yo, don't ever go to the store and grab you some shit this hot. Don't get me nothing. I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? And so I started grabbing him sneakers every time I grabbed me sneakers and shit. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's dope. That's, I love that. That's the brotherhood of uh, sneakers. Like when yeah. when you got a boy that would be like, yeah, don't worry. I got you. I cop you your pair. Just, you know, slide me the money. I was like, whatever or something like that. That's, that's get, you yeah. get, get close through, through sneakers. That's all. That's, it's so dope. The, um. Like, were you able to see, because I mean, like I said, like, you were part of the, the birth of sneaker culture, too, you know, like, that it's, it's wild how it evolved. And I, I've been reading Russ Bankston's new book. So like, I'm like, I'm, okay. I'm, okay. yeah, it's all like, just like praising all the, like, I'm in the beginning of it, you just read like the, pra- like, he praises like the older stuff, like, you know, the converses into the, into the all-star, into the top tens and, and like what they did for basketball. And then he touches in on a little bit of like sneaker culture. And, and I mean, you got to see like break, like break, like breaking, you know, evolve into like you know, oh, uh, Puma was like, yo, you got to rock the Clydes in this ad, and then, but when you go go back to the the playground, you know, they all wearing Adidas's, so it's just like those little like nuances. I don't know if you if you've got to see some of that like actually growing up and stuff like that. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of that, man. I mean, I saw mm-hmm. a lot of that. I mean, sneakers, man, is just. I think like it just even just, I just going all the way back to hip hop. I just think it just like changed the world, man. Mm-hmm. It just changed the world. And it's, everything is so heavily influenced by hip hop, and everything is so heavily influenced by sneakers, man. It's it's just unbelievable, man. Just to see where it started from to where it's at right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy, crazy. You, I mean, you've been in. I feel like you've been in some in some rooms with some legendary people. But what was you said? You said you you said you know you you rocked with Fifty for a little bit. But like, did you see when he dropped his his Reeboks, his G units? Like, what yeah. was it? What, yeah. what, what what was that like? 
I mean, that was a cool moment. I thought uh-huh. I thought it was cool. He had, he had the wave at the time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they was going to sell as well as they did, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cause, but his wave was huge, you know what I'm saying? He had that machine behind him, Dre and M. I mean, shit. What do, you, what do you do, diamond three times in a row? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you did, did, you cop, you know. did you cop one of them, the tank tops? Nah, with the with nah, the stripes. Nah, nah, <laughs> I just it's crazy because I just went when I just went on his tour and just seen him. It was a couple people that had this shit on too. Yeah, was, they said it was original too from the original drop. They didn't go get yeah. it made. It was the original. That's so I, I remember because that's 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 the height for me. That was like high school for me. So I'm going to school and high and like I used to go to school in the lower lower east side. Yeah, that's considered lower east side. I used to go. To How school. you go to lower east side? You from Queens? I mean, I lived I lived on the Upper East Side at the time. I, I grew up in Corona, Queens. You know, mm-hmm. from uh, shout out to the Beat Nuts. That's that's one of my favorite groups. The okay. uh, the and then moved to Upper East Side, and then I, I as I was there, I had to I got zoned all the way down in in Lower East Side. So I was going to this really bad high gotcha. school, and I was there. And then during that time, that's when Fifty was dropping the mixtapes. Wangsta, yeah, he's going crazy. Killing shit. It was only two niggas that was hot at that time. It was him and Joe Buttons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, one of them niggas is going to be the biggest thing larger than life. It's only them two. Yeah. Well, now they're both currently. So you were right. Both. <laughs> Except one's doing podcasts and the other one. Yeah. Well, and the other one's doing TV. So yeah. <laughs> it's wild. But yeah, so during that time, I mean, Kids were pulling up in those damn tank tops, and they all thought they were Fifty Cent. And I was like, uh-huh. "I'm like, you're not even from Queens. You got to chill out." Like <laughs> that. I mean, look, Fifty Cent made Southside Jamaica Queens look like the most dangerous place in all of Big New York, in all of all of New York, Big but maybe facts. all of the uh, United facts. States at one point. <laughs> he doing uh, it again now with the damn TV shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I actually don't watch. I don't watch Power. I should. I should though, because okay. yeah, I don't watch Power. But I did. I did. I'll tell you my Fifty Cent story. So I, I used to work for MTV, and you know, BET. He's like, he used to run a ton of stuff on BET. Um, and one day we was in the office, like late. Like it was like it wasn't like late, late. It was like five o'clock. And then I'm trying to like leave, and as I leave, they're like. Oh, we can't use the elevators right now. And it was like, I was like, why? And then they're like, oh, 50 cents in the building and nobody can use the elevators. You're gonna have to wait 30 minutes until he leaves. I was like, what? Like, is this is Obama? Is this Obama? <laughs> it was it was absolutely nuts, man. I don't <laughs> the I mean, is is wild that like he's gotten so big to the point where you know you can't even be you have to be like you have to have clearance to be around him so i mean it's wild (laughs) the i mean so what made you jump on sneaker twitter i definitely want to know like sneaker twitter uh to be honest man to be honest it was from it was from jazz Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because i've been doing you know work in the community since 2008 right Mm -hmm. And I was like doing all this different stuff, and she, you know, she was like, "Yo, you gotta start letting people know who you are." You know what I'm saying? You can't just keep, you know, being Batman. You gotta, you know, you gotta be Bruce Wayne sometimes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I was like, "Ah, you right." You know what I'm saying? And so I slowly, 
start integrating myself and, you know, conversating with people, you know, and stuff like that, you know, doing mm-hmm. things like this podcast and stuff like that. So, you know, so yeah, it was, it was definitely her 100%. Yo, shout out to Jazz. Hopefully, future guests one day. We'll see. <laughs> what, what? Because I, I, I gotta know about like what influenced you into jumping into work, doing work for the community. Oh, that was easy. It was Jay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> when we used to be on the road, you know, we get all this stuff from Adidas, and so we would have like, you know, we'd be on the tour bus, and we would stop at Best Buy and, and mm-hmm. buy video games and shit like that. And then Adidas would send us so many clothes, and so we. It, we just couldn't take it all with it, so we would just leave it in the room. And then, you know, like, after we would, you know, go to Chicago one time, and then we would come back, then housekeepers would be like, oh, they're back, you know, our friends, you know, because they, they waiting to see what we did in the room, right? Uh-huh. And so we leave the stuff in the room, and then one day Jay was like, yo, get everything we don't want, and, we're like, take it downstairs to the Bellman, and we're going to ship it back to Queens. And I was like, what? Like, all right, so I, you know, we get it, take it downstairs, ship it back to Queens, take it, ship it back to Queens. And then one day, Jay pulled up on Hollis Ave, and he was like, pull up the U Haul, lift it up, mm-hmm. and he just started giving his stuff away, you know what I'm saying? And so then when he passed, I was trying to think of a way like to honor him, right? And so I was like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you should get a tattoo right there and do this. And I was like, nah. And they was like, you should get a shirt with his face on. And I was like, nah. Because, you know, he was bigger than that to me. You know what I'm saying? He was bigger than the tattoo and stuff like that. You know, no disrespect to nobody to do it, but he was bigger than that to me. Mm-hmm. And so then I was thinking, thinking. And then one day I just, like, rose up like the Undertaker. I said, that's what I'm going to do. I said, I'm going to get back like he used to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I called Adidas, you know, nervous as I don't know what. Because I used to always ask for shoes. And they used to, I was like, yo, can I get two pairs of them? Yep, shake, on the way. Can I get a jacket? Yep, I need three shirts. Boop, on the way. So now I'm calling them and I'm asking. I said, yo. I said, what's up, Shake? What do you need? It's like, uh, can I get a uh, fifty pair of shoes? Yep. Uh, can I get fifty shirts? Sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. Then they said, what are you doing? And I told him, I'm, I told him I want to do a give back thing to Honor Jay. It's like, oh, that's dope. They said, you need any backpacks? I was like, yeah. They said, what about hats? Said, yeah. <laughs> so then they was like, okay. And then they was like, what's the size running? I was like, oh shoot, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So then I told him, give me size, you know, gave him a size run. They shipped all the stuff to me. I did it. It was incredible. And then I've been doing it every ever since. You know what I'm saying? And I'm up to last year. We well, this year we just did a thousand and one pair of shoes, book bags, haircuts, mm-hmm. school supplies. You know the whole nine. So yeah, so that's where it all started from. I know you're enjoying my conversation with Shake, but I'm jumping in here to talk about Magic Mind again. Last week I talked about how it changed my mornings. And the, mo- the week before that, because Magic Mind helped me, and it's helping me every morning, just with their simple magic shots. And just like I said last week, you know, I'm very sens- sensitive to caffeine. Every cup of coffee is literally like a shot of espresso to me. I get the jitteriness. My heart's palpitating. I'm. It's not a fun experience if you're around me and I had had caffeine because I'm just yap, 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 yapping like crazy. So Magic Mind helped me. Just one shot that I do in the morning, it helps me with that jitteriness and I'm simply just cruising through the day off of one shot of Magic Mind. And it also just helps me not have to sip a cup of coffee and risk myself going to sleep super late and then being tired the next morning. So then you just fall into a circle of just caffeine, go to sleep late, wake up, 
now you need caffeine again. It's it's not a fun experience. It actually really helps me get back into like a night routine. So Magic Mind's super helpful. But if you're are really into coffee, which I know my coffee, I know there's a bunch of coffee listen, lovers that listen to this. If you're really into coffee, Magic Mind actually helps with the distribution of caffeine through your body. So one cup of coffee lasts you longer. And I know there's a couple people that will drink like three or four cups of coffee and not feel a thing. I know there are some people that just drink a cup of coffee before bed, which is not good. It's not good. Your body is still awake. Your body is still trying to get rid of that caffeine. Well, Magic Mind helps you hold on to that caffeine so that you don't need that nighttime cafe. You don't need, you know, your midnight, you know, Bustello. Like you could just do a Magic Mind in the morning and you're good to go. But I also have to shout out Magic Mind because ever since I added it to my morning routine, you know, it's helped me create content after work. You know, my my days are pretty long. So as soon as I get home, I'm like, I'm not making a TikTok. I'm not editing this podcast. But Magic Mind helps me push through and stay alert and focused to what I want to do and continue putting out great content for you guys. So. If you aren't sure of what is inside Magic Mind, just know you have nootropics in every shot, and nootropics are very vital. They're, they help with focus, and you also have ashwagandha, which helps with stress and anxiety, and especially if you're watching this right now, you know, Shake, Shake has been in you know the hip-hop community for so long, and you know, he's, he's toured with Run DMC. I'm pretty sure you heard me talk about that with him. So I was very anxious. And that ashwagandha helped me cruise right through that interview. Well, this interview. And, of course, you know, cordyceps mushrooms, which you have heard with in The Last of Us, which I find very funny that cordyceps mushrooms have now have had a bad rap. But it's actually really good for your immune system. And it's helping me through, we're in cold season, cold flu season, and whatever stuffy nose season you want to call it. But trust me, Magic Mind actually helped me, is helping me through getting through cold and flu season, especially in New York out here. It's wild out here. Weather's crazy out here. But if you're interested in joining me and boosting your mornings, visit magicmind.com slash mykick. And use the code MYKICK20 for 56% off your first subscription. And also, if you are if you just want like one-time purchase of just like a, a 90, a 90, a 90-day 90 pack or a 30-day, a 30-day pack, a 30-pack, uh, just use the code MYKICK20 and you'll get 20% off of that one-time purchase. And also, if you are not feeling the magic like I'm feeling the magic after your try of Magic Mind. They also offer a 100% money-back guarantee. No questions asked. But, of course, I've been telling every single person and some on this that have been guested on this podcast about Magic Mind because Magic Mind has helped me, given me a great opportunity to talk about Magic Mind and put my listeners up on Magic Mind. So I'm hoping you all 
will also support the podcast and Magic Mind, who also is supporting the podcast, by visiting magicmind.com slash mykick and using that mykick20 code and get that 50%, 56% off your subscription. And trust me, like once you start one or try one, you're going to just want another one the next day. So I'm saying definitely get a 30 pack today. But back to my conversation with Shake. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such amazing work. You, you know, a lot of these kids, I, de- I definitely, it's definitely going to make a great impact on them, you know, like the, the, and hopefully that creates more of them actually also learning to give back, especially yeah, when they get exactly. older, you know? So like, exactly. uh, I mean, I've, every chance I ever get to volunteer, I'll always take it because it, it leaves a, it leaves a bigger impact than people think. Like, you know, I think it's I, like my job, my previous job would do like volunteer days and you'd mm-hmm. go, you'd do your thing. Like, I mean, there was one that was pretty boring, but there was one that was like, you know, you work with some kids, you paint a paint a fence and, and, you know, you get to talk to this kid, you get paired up with a kid um, and, you know, you get to be- and, and bestow like your knowledge of the world on this little kid for like, mm. you know, like eight, like less than eight hours. Like it's dope. I think it's really dope. So yeah. for for you to, you know, create like a big impact where people are getting stuff and then they take that memory of like yo my first pair is from shake and now you part of their their go. memory of like you know like yo exactly. i got these crazy adidas from shake yeah. you know i yeah. get so many of those stories bro i get so many of those stories <laughs> what is uh like there is there a moment that stands out for you where you know i mean i'm pretty sure because you do you've done it for so long but like is there a moment that stands stands out for you where it just like touched your heart and you just like you had to take a moment and just be like all right man i'm about to cry <laughs> i'll tell you this right so um we did christmas last year and so um i was doing it with this uh with the boys and girls club and i was like yo i said tell the kids like we picked what was it 300 kids yeah it was 300 kids and we were spending a hundred bucks on each kid. And so they were supposed to submit their Christmas list. Then we go shopping and get the stuff. So we, they submitted the list. And so I'm looking at the list and the list is just saying shit like socks, coats, a gloves, a hat, you know, underwear. And I was like, fuck is the toys at? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is, this is wild. So I'm like, yo. So I went back to the boys and girls club. I'm like, yo, here, man, y'all gotta take this back. Like, bro, where's the toys at? And then mm-hmm. he was just like, Yo, that's what they need. Like this is this is what it is. And like, and I'm like, damn, like this is fucked up. Like, you know, <clears throat> I just felt like I was like kind of detached from reality, right? Cause I was like, mm-hmm. so you mean to tell me like that this is like Christmas for them getting that a coat? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, wow, this is nuts. Cause Christmas to me was toys. It was G.I. Joe's and you know, mm-hmm. Ruby's Cubes. Like that was toys was Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh shit. So <clears throat> I ended up getting them the 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 you know the socks and the other stuff and then I got some toys too and mm-hmm. then this one girl so when we was passing the stuff out so I asked her because she was she she just put like on her list she put coat 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 like 20 times yeah so I was like hey I said let me ask you a question then she's like she said I said why did you want a coat so bad she said because I just wanted a coat with a zipper that worked wow I said what yeah, man, it was wild. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." You know? She said, "You just wanted a coat with a zipper that worked." 
Jeez. So she's probably been using this coat for a while too. Then there you go. I see her every year now. I've been seeing it every year. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> that zipper work. Like... <laughs> yeah, that zipper work. She's good now. She's happy now. She happy that's that's I mean that's touching, you know, that I the world that the way the world is now, you know, like, you know, especially in New York, we're so used to, you know, homeless people just sitting on the street and you just walk right past them, you know. Yeah. You don't you yeah. know, and nobody's asking, like, yo, do you need anything? You know? Yeah. Everybody always prejudges them and tells them like, Oh yeah, you know, it's probably, you know, some fiend or something like that. But yeah. everybody's circumstances are different, especially now with yeah. like you know, a bunch of like refugees pulling up and, uh, you know, like staying out front of that hotel. I don't, it's that Midtown Hotel. I don't know what hotel it is, but it's, it's just wild. The world we live in right now. I do my I have my old my old boss, my previous boss. She does. Um, what was it called? It's like it's like backpack project backpack. I think it's called something like that, okay. where you get a you get assigned a kid. Uh, you get you know, your your budget is like. 60 or 60 to 100 dollars, something like that and then you buy a backpack and you fill it with whatever they're asking for and oh, that's and, fire i like yeah that. It's, a, it's a really dope uh dope um initiative and so like i said you know i try to jump in like sometimes she'll she'll pass it off to other people to do it and set it up and stuff like that so i mean i, I definitely want to jump in on that one time but the like i did it a couple couple years and it just feels totally different where you know, you, I'm pretty sure, like, there are kids, especially maybe if there's a kid listening to this now, you know, like, you think you feel like the worst thing is to feel unprepared to go to school on the first day or like, you know, you still rocking like old clothes for, for, for yeah. years now, you know, yeah. and, and that first day, I feel like if you come, that first day is so important, especially for a kid, because it, I think it, 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 creates a thread a thread a trend a trend a trend of how the school year is going to go you know it sets and the tone for sure set, definitely it, it sets, sets the tone. tone i was reading this reading this article and it was saying how important the first day of school was i was like wow mm-hmm. it upset set the tone for the rest of the school year and when i just did my back to school thing man you should have heard them kids out there man he's like i want to be i like reading i like math i like everything i want to mm-hmm. be a doctor i want to be a lawyer you know what i'm saying and I just think like all we we should be supporting them, and I think like all kids just really need a chance. No, yeah, the and that's the that's the thing. I think like a lot of people are are easy to just be like, man, that kid don't need to do like they don't need this extra stuff, you know, and it's just tossed to the side. Yo, even with like, uh, I want I hope I say her name right, Jerlisa, Jerlisa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she did that. She did the the sneaker. Uh, it's called Grail, Growing Grails. She did. She was mm-hmm. like part of that, where uh, you know, you get assigned a size, and you could just buy a hundred dollar sneaker for a kid. And and oh, yeah, so I did that this year, and um, I think I don't know if it, I'm not gonna take the credit for it, but of like you know, there was the story that was posted after, and I know what shoe I sent in. So, but this kid, uh, his shoes were falling apart, and the 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 teacher that the 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 teacher that was holding all the sneakers that were donated she, she saw that the kids uh shoes were falling apart so she just went in picked up a shoe his size gave it to the kid and he was like oh my god like that like that moment i wish i was there for that moment you know of just like you know this could this kid like it feels like you know not like life saving but it's so different when, you know, you're you don't you feel like you don't have the money, 
even if it's like, oh, I, I don't have the money. I don't want to burden my mom with like, oh, I want I need these shoes or I want these shoes. I'm going to just keep riding them down and not say a word. There's, you know, and and I'm about I'm like, I'll, I'll buy I'll hopefully, you know, at the end of the year, I get my one pair. And I, I people, especially now, don't don't know that there are still kids who have to only have one or two pairs a year, you know. So yeah, it's big. Is is that was that the one where the she sent some shoes to a school or something like that? Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I my bad for not knowing the name of the school, but yeah, yeah. I know it was called Growing Growing Our Grails. That was the initiative. So yeah, but I mean, yeah. Uh, where specifically do you do your your uh, work with the community? Um, it's probably ninety. 90% of Milwaukee, you know what I'm saying? I did a couple things in Miami, a couple things in um Ohio. So, you know, so I do move around from time to time, but mainly here. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh why why Miami? Cuz I did you go nah, there? I was just this lady, um this lady, she works for Foot Locker and so she was just like just like you like, "Yo, you be doing incredible work. I would love to work together." You know, I said, "Yeah, let's, you know, stay in touch." And so she reached out to me and told me about this women's um the the, the biggest women's uh homeless shelter in the world mm-hmm. is in Miami. And so I was just like, well, she's like, yeah, she said, you know, we figure something out. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I uh, partnered with them and then we did it, you know, with me and uh, through my nonprofit of Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, shoot, that's such a dope, <laughs> dope. Uh, I, I was going to say activation, but it's not the right word. That's such a dope thing to put together. My bad. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, fumbling over dope. words, you know, so I super think dope, you know what I'm saying? And it's like you, you know, like people don't realize how much, and how how valuable them shoes are, man. You like you might think like, oh, that's just a superstar, or that's just a whatever, right? And it mm-hmm. it mean a lot to somebody, man. You know, I keep saying, I say the time, man. People just need a chance, man. They just need somebody to believe in them. Like especially these kids, they need somebody to know. They need to know that somebody loved them other than their parents, right? Because you know, mm-hmm. mom and dad, you know they love you, right? But they need to know that me and you love them, right? And we are gonna put our arm around them and we are gonna lead them down the right path as well. Mm-hmm. the like that's so important because especially in like especially when like kids in a big city not miami specifically but like in a just a general big city you know it's so easy to just fall into like oh yo the cool kids are are doing this i gotta do this to get to be with the cool kids you know and it's exactly. like super big emphasis on that and if you like that's how you learn how people start start stealing and stuff like that. You know, you start going down the wrong path just to just to right. fit in. Yeah. Right. So it's tough. But the like, has there been a moment where so, like you told somebody, you know, your story and it motivated them, you know, and you come back around the next year and they're they're like, yo, man, this this is what this is what, what I'm doing now. Like. And you feel that? Yeah, proudness. I mean, it ain't it ain't been so much. It ain't so been much of so much of my story. It's just been people that have been touched by you know my giving back. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like I mean, man, I'm I'm be honest, bro. Like I get probably a message like maybe once a week, once every two weeks about somebody. You know, like this one kid reached out to me. He was like, "Yo, you don't remember me? I came to your first back to school thing. I was young, getting bullied, picked on at school. He said you gave me the shoes, the haircut, the backpack, the hat. Like he remembered the whole. I was like, oh yeah. I said he was really there." And he was like, yo, he said that made me like look at school different. I applied myself, you know, now I'm a master electrician. I got my own company, got three employees. I'm married and I live in Memphis. And I just want to tell you, thank you. And if you think that what you're doing ain't really doing nothing, I'm living proof that it is. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. 
you ask him to cut cut a little bit off a, a rate for to rewire your house, you know, after nah, that one. Be like, I, I know you got three employees. Pull up, man. I got like, let me get let me get some <laughs> All right. that I mean that's so dope. The I I love the emphasis on the haircut, you know, because people don't know how important like you can just get fresh clothes, but that fresh yeah. haircut though. There you go. Oh, it goes man. A game changer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. The I, I like the I, I I don't know if it's like okay, the 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 you get the therapeutic feeling on top of it, but like feeling like a brand new person and then you get exactly. new clothes on top of that too exactly. is is wild. Yeah, it's so, go time after that. It's no excuses. Let's go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's go. <laughs> it's it, it's so crazy. Um you recently announced you were working on something big too as well, right? Yeah. The, yep. Yeah. Yep. Can you touch touch on that a little bit? Nah, I can't touch <laughs> when is this Aaron? Oh, this is Aaron next week. Yeah, nah, it's too early. <laughs> too early. <laughs> I'm working on a couple big things, but one yeah. one of them is huge. You know, one of them is huge. One of them is gonna be a game changer for sure. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I thought it was like, were you? Did you open a store recently, or Mm-mm. it was like? I know I saw the the picture, a picture of a bunch of boxes, and I don't know what the boxes were for. Oh no, no, no. Well, I can talk about that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But that that's not the that's not the huge thing. That but that is <laughs> that's huge too. But that's not the that's not the big thing. Mm-hmm. And so the the next thing that I'm working on is that I got two shoes coming out with Adidas mm-hmm. on a eleven eleven. You know what I'm saying? And so the name of the shoes is called Day One. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like the shoes is through my eyes and like my best friend eyes. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Kind of like how we talked about earlier, how I would go to the mall and get a pair of shoes and then I would get him a pair of shoes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And they called day ones, um, come out, uh, November 11th. And the crazy thing is about that shoe, bro, is that I sold 376 pair of shoes and the people who bought the shoes, nobody seen them yet. Wow. Nobody seen them. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, I I truly appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? People are like, yo, I don't want to miss out. Like, tell me where to send. I need a 10 and a half. I need an 8 and a 12 for me and my girl. Like, that's all I've been getting, bro. So it's been crazy love. And then the the best part about that whole, about that shoe is that inside the box, it's going to be in the first 400 pairs that, that get purchased um, inside the box. It'll be a QR code inside that box. So if you buy a pair, you'll be able to scan that QR code and then you'll be able to gift your your day one a pair of shoes for free what that is crazy yeah. that's fire that is so fire that's yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna push some shade on tom's real quick but that's way better than tom's <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just feel like they you know what i'm saying i feel like these kids nowadays man they um you know the whole friendship and my guy and you know what i'm saying like they get caught up in these slang sayings right like mm-hmm. the new saying now is like motion and standing on business right they be like i'm standing on business and motion all so i'll be like what the you know what are you talking I've, about I've, right i've never heard that yeah, I'm, i guess i'm out of it hard, son. they be saying it hard so i'm just like trying to bring back that feeling of friendship and that camaraderie that brotherhood right because mm-hmm. Your day one is not the person that you rob a bank with, right? Your day one is the person to tell you not to rob the bank, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I just want them to know that life is about choices. And when you choose your day one, you got to choose wisely. Agreed, agreed. I think that people definitely take the the word friendship to for granted a lot, you know? Like, yep. 
but for me it's always been like you know if i you extended family like you 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 right here you know i i, I keep everybody i mean i don't know if it's like at fault but like i think a lot of people do this so you keep the circle small you know but you know if somebody somebody connects with you on a level that you've never like you've never expe- expected anybody to connect with you then that's just you can't you can't deny that you know that's just family right there you know that's friendship right there and and i yo i i'm a, i'm you said 350 have been sold i'm gonna need to get in on uh <laughs> yeah. nah, 376 all right, as long as it's under 400, I'm trying to get in there. But that's wild. Being able to partnership with a brand, especially when you've been rolling with that brand for so long, too, you know, like that. I love that they're giving back to you to be able to give another opportunity to people who, yeah. you know, yeah. is is that's that's such a beautiful opportunity, you know, like the it's. Full circle, especially in my in my yeah. eyes, you know. Exactly. Uh, Timing is yeah. everything, man. You know what I'm saying? Timing is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the well, I'm very hype. Now I'm very hype for you. And <laughs> the, I I think that because it's it's what's really dope of, about like being able to work with a brand, especially when they invest in you so much, like that you get a chance to tell your story your way. Exactly. You know, and exactly. especially with the vote of confidence, like that. I don't know. I've been thinking about the a lot of the word a, a lot about the word um, appreciation. Like, do you like if you if you feel appreciated or like do you need to feel no not appreciation approval? If you feel like, do you need what creates approval? You know, like do you need approval from other people in order to feel validated? And mm. you know what what goes into that like. Is the approval, I mean, for my, for me specifically, is the approval a ton of people listening to this podcast and like interacting with me or is the approval the right people listening and passing it on? Like that, you know, I don't know where the line, you know, takes takes its turns and stuff like that. But I also, also feel like once you get, I guess, your sense of approval, you know, like that's super fulfilling. You know, like, I don't know if if you look if you look at, you know, this as approval, like, you know, or is this is like this is your th- like you don't need approval. You got exactly. like you good, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I think I think that I don't know if that's like, just like a me thing in my head thing. But if it, if yeah, it I would is. never want nah, I wouldn't I would never want somebody's approval. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to always do me, you know? Yeah. I think that, you should too. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you gonna, you know, you would just spend your life. You know what I'm saying? Living somebody else's life, trying to do something to approve them instead of, I mean, for, to get their approval instead of just living your life. So yeah, nah, not never for me. No, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. I'm not. You're right. The mm-hmm. I, that's 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 what the because I wanted to bring this to back to hip hop. So like, hip hop's one of my first loves. You know, and it that was the original of like i'm gonna do me like you're gonna hear my story i'm gonna do me i don't care if you like it or not and and hip-hop stylings hip-hop just like being hip-hop the definition of hip-hop um like what does it mean to you that um you said doing you said you talked about doing you just you know doing your own thing mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of like what i'm doing right now you know what I'm saying? <laughs> doing my own thing man just kind of you know, find my own lane, you know, something that I'm passionate about, something that I care about, 
you know, which mm-hmm. is the kids and the community and stuff like that. So, you know, that's why I've been, you know, doing it for so long, you know, doing mm-hmm. it for so long. You know, I got a, I got a, I got a couple other things. I got an AU team coming soon now next mm-hmm. year. So, yeah, I'm, I'm finna, you know, put my hands on these kids, man. I think like it's just too many. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's a lot. It's a lot of work to be done. You know, I'm built for it tough though, so I'm built for it. But no, nah, yeah, to be done, man. I mean, yo, I love the fact that you jumping back into basketball too. You know that. that yeah, man, it, it's yeah. a long time. Like you know, as much as I love the game, like I'm talking about, I, listen, I'm old and I play. I still play on Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like everybody used to always ask me for years, like why you never got into music or why you never got into basketball, and like, and I'm just like the music business, bro. If you think like you would punch somebody in the face for owing you a hundred dollars, right? What mm-hmm. would you do to somebody to owe you a hundred million? Jesus, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nah, I'm never messing with that because I, I, I seen too much, too much go on, man. Since I can't mess with that. But then you know, like the basketball, I always had love for the game and stuff like that. So I was like, man, one day I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get into it. You know what I'm saying? Give me a team, and you know now I got me a team. So now I'm getting to it. No, yeah, I mean, even when like when Fife was doing his scouting. Back in the days, you know, pet before his passing, like, because my one of my favorite groups is a tribe yeah. called Quest, you yeah. know. So like that, like I was always like all in on like, okay, I gotta, I gotta learn more about what's going on, you know, like. Uh, so yeah, I was always like paying attention to when Fife was talking about, you know, his, his scouting and looking at teams and and like seeing players and stuff like that. He was, he was ahead of the game in that, and yeah, that's that's yeah. what. That's what brought me to AAU because I didn't even know AAU existed because I played mm. ball and I guess I played on the AAU team, but I did not know it was an AAU team. I thought I was just playing basketball. So like, so it was wild that that happened. Um, but I I I remember just like watching that uh beats live beats live was it um uh the documentary on on tribe and okay. they talk before uh fives passing and like that like talking about yeah you know. Uh, Fife is just really into basketball right now and scouting. I was just like, oh, really? So I just started internet, like on the internet, like, what's Fife doing? What's Fife doing? Ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, of his time. And it's really dope to see that you're you're putting a team together and, yo, get get, get those chips, man. You gotta get those there chips. <laughs> the, the, what, um, I mean, are, like, are your, like, the team that you're building, right? Is it like, are you guys gonna play in Adidas too? Is it just yes, like straight up? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. That I mean, I've never. I, what did I play in Adidas? I played in one pair of Adidas's. I don't know. What are your favorite pairs to play in since you ball Basketball? on Sundays? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the new one is the Crazy Infinity. That's my mm-hmm. new favorite right now. Even though that ain't a basketball shoe per se, but I like that shoe. Um, the Harden Sevens is dope. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? All the Kobe's, all the all the Kobe's it's like good mm-hmm. basketball shoes. So it's a bunch of them, man. I mean, even the Yeezy, the knit basketball, those some dope basketball oh, shoes yeah? too. Mm-hmm. Those some good I, shoes. I heard that, yeah. They had Sheck West was the one that d- developed yeah. that shoe because he was balling at the that, time. But I know he was hanging around, <laughs> yeah, around that time. Yeah. But they were saying because he was like, he was, he, this is like before he switched to rapping, he was mm-hmm. like balling. So he was like on the, on the, the easy team for balling that's mm-hmm. what i heard on the inner interview and i don't know if that's right but but it's it's uh i don't know i never really i never tried the knit the knit basketball shoe i i you thought know, it was like Milwaukee. he is 
Yeah, I think that dude from Milwaukee. Somebody told me. <laughs> I that. thought he's from Brooklyn. Shaq West. <laughs> yeah. What's the, then? What's the other guy? What's what's Shaq West's biggest record? It's uh, Mobamba, right? Mobamba. I think that's Shaq West. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Mobamba. Mobamba. And he'd be like, fuck, because uh, the song skips. And then he'd be like, fuck, Shaq, West, or something like that. Fuck, shit, what is it? Oh, uh, oh, fuck, shit, bitch, yeah. young Shaq, West. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the kid that's from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, I didn't know, I, like I said, I didn't know he was even on that, like, in the squad for the, for the build of any of the easy shoes mm. but i heard that like he was he was in the uh in the adidas like like their factory when they went to china and he just yep. was walking around with the with oh, a speaker on it you, you heard yeah i was watching the Vima story Beamer. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> which hopefully i get him on too like this is a little, i got uh, you on I, this is the, this is the trend upwards you, you ever been to the black footwear forum no i've never Never. You need to come to it, bro. That's where everybody at. That's where you're mm-hmm. going to catch Beamer and Jazz and everybody you're trying to get. That's where you're going to catch them at. I mean, hopefully next year. That's a goal. It's definitely a goal of mine next year because, you yeah, know, doing right. this podcast. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Well, doing this podcast cool. and try to get uh try to get as many black voices on here, too. You know, like just love it. Love hearing the stories. And um, but as we go to the end of the podcast, I do ask another question. Uh. First of all, thank you so much for jumping on one more time. Oh, I have to tell good. you that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but at the end of the at the end of the podcast, I asked another question. And that question is: I want you to think about when you were about to buy. As a young kid, I want you to think about when you were about to buy those um, the shell toes, right? Right. So now you're you transported back in time. What would you tell your younger self as they open that box? You should have kept them shoes. <laughs> you should have kept them shoes. It's like monumental. Yeah, there was historic joints right there. Mm-hmm. You uh, did fat laces? I've never. I forgot to ask you. Did you switch to the fat nah, laces? Nah, they was um, it was regular laces in there. And then you know, like I never. It is funny though, cause like that was my first like real like love sneaker, right? Mm-hmm. But then I only wore I only wore shell toes three times in my life, and. That was one of them, right? And then I like I wore them for a little bit, and I was like, I don't like these ones, you know. <laughs> and then I started wearing some other shoes, and then like I said, then Jaden was wearing a lot of shells and Ultra Stars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was always wearing something different, and then Jay would always see the different one. He'd be like, Yo, what's them? What is them? Yo? You know what I'm saying? And so that's how I got kind of got him out the shell toe. So if you start like seeing, you would start seeing pictures of him, and, him, Joe, and D. And then mm-hmm. Joe and D would have on, you know, either uh, shell toes, superstars, or pro models, and Jay would have on a different pair of Adidas, and that was for me. Mm. Okay, you got you. You pushed him off of it. He was like, uh, yeah. he was like, these joints are bulky, man. Because yeah, especially, man. I don't even know how they did it. First of all, I don't know how they did it. No laces, two pairs of socks. Man, that is, it, but that shoe is so giant, though. Yeah, but you had two pairs of socks, and the only thing that would be flapping is like the upper part of the tongue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because then you got your jeans. You either gonna have your jeans sitting on the tongue or under the tongue, so it wasn't really mm-hmm. you weren't really getting that much movement. And then they like they was running track in them. You know what I'm saying? They just <laughs> you know stomping and rapping. So, but I'm pretty sure they had to run. They had to run from fans though at one point. 
Yeah, and you running in, you running in those with no laces. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was long distance, but yeah, they were definitely doing it. <laughs> definitely happened. I try to remember. It. I, I know, I, I know the Fat Boys wore them in one movie, and I think they was like, I don't know if it was like the Disorderlies, and they had to run okay. in them or something like that. I don't know. Sorry, I'm showing, I'm showing. I'm showing my hip hop knowledge. I'm sorry, <laughs> but but yeah, man. Yo, shake. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, man. This is a hell Thank of a you, time. Yeah, if you got anything to plug, uh, you know, you can plug it here too. I ain't got nothing to plug, man. Just make sure y'all get back to the community, man. Put your arms around these young kids and help them, man. They need us. Yeah, that's an absolute us. fact. And you know, we say every week to everybody who's listening, wear your kicks. Peace. Thanks. Thank you.